Robert Holmes began pitching Doctor Who scripts in the late 60s, finally getting in the door with the four-part story The Crotons, and quickly becoming one of the most reliable and frequently called upon scriptwriters in Doctor Who's glory years in the 1970s, eventually graduating from outside freelancer to the show's in-house script editor working directly for the BBC. He created the Santarans and the planet Gallifrey, and wrote the first episode to feature the Master. He wrote a few more episodes in the 1980s, again as a freelancer, but on this day in 1986, Robert Holmes died, and that event threw an entire season of Doctor Who into disarray. I'm Earl Green, and this is your Sci-Fi 5, five minutes of science fiction history for May 24th. In 1986, Doctor Who was already in serious trouble. An attempt to cancel the series outright in 1985 had met with a public outcry that was angry and vocal enough to catch the BBC off guard. The cancellation was backpedaled and became the show's infamous 18-month hiatus, during which producer John Nathan Turner and script editor Eric Sayward were, shall we say, strongly encouraged by the BBC brass to retool the show. The previous season's gritty realism and violence were seen as too much for Saturday evening family hour viewing. Nathan Turner and Sayward agreed that it would be a good idea to commission Robert Holmes, widely regarded by classic Doctor Who fandom as the show's best writer, to write both the opening and closing stories of the season, a mammoth 14-week story arc titled The Trial of a Time Lord. But Holmes, who was battling illness even as he was writing his Doctor Who swan song, never finished his work, and how members of the production team reacted to his death had ripple effects on a season that would decide the show's future. The rest of that story after this. The Trial of a Time Lord season of Doctor Who was aptly named. As far as the BBC management was concerned, the series really did need to come out swinging and prove that it had a reason to be renewed. Hiring veteran Doctor Who writer Robert Holmes was seen as a way to ensure the show's survival. But he died on May 24th, and Eric Sayward, as the show's script editor, was the only one who knew what Holmes had planned for the unwritten season finale, and became extremely protective of the story Holmes had intended to tell, which would have included something of a cliffhanger ending that could have been resolved the following season, or could have been the end of the series altogether. As the producer trying to keep his show alive, John Nathan Turner was not in favor of an ambiguous ending. He felt the Doctor had to emerge clearly victorious to guarantee the show's renewal. Years of disagreements between producer and script editor came to a boil, and Sayward abruptly quit the show, taking with him the only detailed knowledge of Holmes' intended ending. Nathan Turner scrambled, hiring former Space 1999 writers Pip and Jane Baker to write the season finale, since they already had written episodes 9 through 12. Lawyers had to be in the room during this meeting to ensure the original Holmes ending was never discussed with the Bakers. What finally made it to the screen was... a bit confusing? But it did provide the hopeful ending that would not have been part of Robert Holmes' final script. 
Doctor Who was renewed, at least until the axe finally fell at the end of its 1989 season, and the late Robert Holmes is still regarded as its best writer. Decades after Holmes died, later Doctor Who showrunner Russell T. Davies told the Sunday Telegraph, and I quote, When the history of television drama comes to be written, Robert Holmes won't be remembered at all, because he only wrote genre stuff. And that, I reckon, is a real tragedy. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5 for May 24th. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment, executive producer Rod Roddenberry. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.